One of the great new additions in Rails 2.3 is called Rails Metal. It's basically a way for you to bypass the standard Rails routing and request process and actually just go straight from the server straight to your request logic. So this can give you a nice little uh, speed boost in performance if you are trying to really squeeze out the best performance and optimize a single request. What you're seeing here is basically a process monitoring web application where you can monitor the processes on your server through a web interface. It's basically just automatically um, updating the process list through an AJAX call every few seconds. So this seems like a good candidate to optimize it, the performance, through Rails Metal because it's a very simple request and it happens very frequently. So here's what the code currently looks like. This is the index page which you were looking at there. And basically I just have a pre-tag with the idea of processes and this is where the processes get displayed and automatically updated. And this is that periodically call remote um, method which will add some JavaScript code to uh, trigger an AJAX request every three seconds. And it triggers this processes list action every three seconds, which just returns a list of processes and it updates that processes ID element here. And we can take a look at the controller. So we, this is our processes controller. We have that index, index action and the list action is where the processes are displayed. So we just render out some text of the PS command. So we just run that and render the output as text, which gets updated in that element on the index page. As I mentioned, this is a great candidate for Rails Metal because this request happens very frequently and it's, there's really not too much else we can do to optimize this request except through Rails Metal and just shave off a few milliseconds that way. So to generate a metal, just run script generate metal. Make sure you're running Rails 2.3 or else you won't have this generator script. And then just supply a name. So processes uh, list. And notice this makes a metal directory under app and it adds the file into there. And here's what that generated metal file looks like. Uh, the first line here is just loading the Rails environment if it hasn't been loaded already. And then this other rest of this part is a class. And if you've ever dealt with a Rack application before, this should look very familiar because the way Rack is defined is you have a method called call, and this just takes a hash of environment variables. And then this is used to handle the process of request and then what's returned is expected to be an array of three variables. Uh, the first one being the number or the actual HTTP status code. Uh, the second one here is a hash of header options that is should be returned. And the third one here is the actual body content. So three elements are always returned in a rack application to define what's returned to the user. So this is basically a rack application in its own and it's going to bypass the Rails routing and request process entirely. This request isn't even going to be logged inside of your log file because it bypasses that as well. This is very uh, low level compared to the standard Rails routing process, but the reason is because this is going to be uh, a little bit better in performance and not have to go through that entire Rails routing process. So as you can see here, if the URL matches the process list, then we're just going to return body hello world content. If not, it's going to return a 404 standard um, not found error. And this is very important in a metal application because 
Rails will see this and actually take over from there and process the request on its own. So it first goes through this metal part of the application, and then if this doesn't handle the request, it's going to go through the standard Rails handling and routing process. Now whenever you make a change to the metal file to have that change take place, you'll need to restart your server. Even though we are working in development environment here, the changes don't automatically be picked up by Rails reloading the files and so on. I'm not entirely sure why this might change in the future. Hopefully uh, in the final release of Rails 2.3, this uh, will automatically be detected whenever you change the files. But here we're going to have to reload the server every time in the Rails 2.3 release candidate whenever we change a metal file. And now if you just point your browser to localhost port 3000 processes underscore list, that'll trigger that metal request and bypass the traditional Rails routing, and it'll be much faster. And you see here it's just returning a hello world uh, body content that was inside of that metal script. Now the actual processes list is at processes slash list, and that's the actual processes that we were using inside of our Ajax requests. So inside of our metal file, we could actually rename this to processes slash list. And don't forget to restart your server again. And if we reload here, we can see that it's now returning the hello world text because our metal script picks up the request before Rails even has a chance to process it through to the traditional routing and go into the processes controller. Actually, I'm going to change this processes list back to an underscore because I want to be able to access both uh, requests to benchmark them a little bit later. So I'm going to just refer to the underscore version as the metal version of the process list action. So uh, instead of running returning hello world here, I'm just going to return the same process command, the ps command, and then that will return the same text that it returned before inside of our controller action. And then inside of our index view, we want to reference that processes underscore list URL so that it uh, does the metal requests and not the traditional controller one. So if we point our browser to the local host again, we get our processes list page, and then it should return a list of processes, and this is now going through metal instead of the, the routing inside of Rails and going to the processes controller. Now if we take a look at our development log file, we can see we have our controller's index request, which was what we were displaying there, but we don't see any logs happening here for our metal requests. And that's because the metal basically happens before Rails even has a chance to log anything about it. So metal is basically outside the scope of Rails logging and basically the entire Rails request process. So that's why you won't see any development log details about metal requests. Now let's stop this because I want to run some benchmarks uh, comparing the two different types of requests so we can see what Metal is really giving us. So whenever you're benchmarking, make sure to always run in the production environment. And let's detach it here. So we'll do some benchmarking with the AB command. We'll just run this 100 times and just trigger this request. This is the old style uh, request because it's doing the slash instead of an underscore here. So it's actually going through Rails routing. Uh, we can see here that we probably got about 24 uh, requests per second, about 40 milliseconds each. So let's try this again with the underscore instead here, and this will actually go through metal. And so here we're getting about 34 requests per second, around 30 milliseconds each. And of course your results will vary depending on 
the kind of computer you're running on and what the request is actually doing. So here, but here we're getting a, a very nice speed boost from using Metal instead of the traditional Rails routing. Now that said, you obviously don't want to be using Metal for every single request. Uh, there are just certain kinds of requests that fit really well here uh, for using Metal, such as ones that get called very frequently and ones that you've already tried to optimize it through other means, such as uh, caching or database optimization. So if you've already tried that and you're really just trying to shave off as many milliseconds as you can, then uh, Metal seems like a good solution for that case. And don't forget to do benchmarking and be careful of falling into the trap of pre-optimization. If you aren't sure if you need to use Metal or not, just go with a traditional Rails request and then watch your uh, performance and make sure and you can always move it to a Metal request if you need to. So that wraps up this episode on using Metal to speed up some requests. I hope you found it helpful. And this is actually episode number 150, the big 150. Now, unfortunately, I've been too busy to plan a contest or anything fun like that, so you'll have to wait till the next 50 episodes come by and we get to 200. I'll make sure to do something big for that one. But the, also the two-year anniversary is coming up in a week, too, for RailsCast, so that's pretty fun. So I hope to see you next week, and I plan to do the next episode on Rack Middleware, which is very fun. A lot of, good, a lot of goodies Rails 2.3 brings us through Rack. This episode is sponsored in part by Sifter a bug and issue tracking application designed to be inviting to even the least technical team members and clients. Check out sifterapp.com for a free 30-day trial. Also sponsored by Pragmatic Screencasts. They offer high-quality screencasts on a variety of subjects, including Ruby and Rails. Check them out at pragmatic.tv.